York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. going on this is jay ellis from the nick of time show here give you that nick's talk just in the nick of time and you already know you guys already know the drill we've done this eight times in a row okay so you already know the gunshots are busting in the sky because the knicks win their eighth straight game did what they had to do beating the warriors 132 294. RJ Barrett comes in with a sneaky good game. 18 points. Five assists. Okay, RJ Barrett with three rebounds on the night. Randall with a light 15 point night, but also another five assists from these Knicks. Okay. Mitchell Robinson gives you nine and eleven. My all-star. My point guard. Jalen Brunson. Gives you 21 points, five assists, and three rebounds on the night. Quickly snaps out of his funk. Tells the starting lineup, take the night off. We got a game tomorrow. I'm dropping 21 on their head. 22 on it. Miles McBride gives you 10 points. And the Knicks collectively shoot 42% from the field. Not shooting like a dead last team from three anymore and finishes with 27 assists they're only getting 13 assists a game but four so good job buddies knicks and we did this all on national television gotta love it gotta love it gotta love it and we're gonna talk about it all you know it's it's it's, it's the golden state warriors they're missing a lot of pieces after their lineup is gone but all in all listen if you want to win a game against a depleted team you win it exactly like this no stress no mess with your your second unit having fun hartenstein throwing touchdown passes to end the game and miles mcbride just chucking up threes just because that's the way you really want to do it okay so hit that like button hit the subscribe button if you're going to join the show you follow if you mess with kot and also shout out with two fubu tv fubu tv um is where you can watch Knicks games for free for seven days. If you go to fubutv.com slash KOT, you can watch the Knicks for free for seven days. If you decide to actually buy, KOT gets a cut and you happy watching basketball and football and whatever cable channels you want. So shout out to FubuTV, all right? And also shout out to you guys in the chat who are rocking with us today. Shout out to Fritz, Dripmore, JT, uh, Greg, Roberto, the Grants, everybody who was here, everybody was watching with the KOT show. Shout out to you. Shout out to Picks for Timmy. Shout out to you guys who was here early. Shout out to MM Morris too as well. All right. Now I came a little bit late. I came to the game around the second, third, second-ish third quarter. And it seems like this game was probably over in the first half. So I'm going to kick it off to my man with the stats in the fast. Wait, I didn't even do the intro. Hold on. My bad. I'm disrespecting you guys. First and foremost, it is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. 
Ryan G's in the building. No Steph, no Wiggins, and the Knicks did what they had to do. And let me tell y'all a secret. We still outside. We still outside. <laughs> With Juju in order. And also joining us is the Latin assassin. All right. A KOT contributor. ESPN contributor. Toasting, posting contributor. That's been contributed. I think you could add SNY contributor to that list now. Shout out to Lee who's on this. On why? <laughs> My man, Say the Latin man. assassin Lee Escobedo. We got eight in a row, baby. Eight we outside. Let's go. <laughs> eight in a row. We fifty burger it. back on deck, man. Back on the fifty, 50 burger bus. 50. You know what I mean? We're on our way. Man. Veggie Burger. Go, I'm on the Veggie Burger <laughs> Uh Yeah, this this is a really nice win. Love. I love the team camaraderie and energy out there. You know, this could have been a game that we dropped because we didn't take the team seriously, having two of their main players out. But we didn't. We still locked in on the defensive side. Tibbs called, I thought, some really pertinent times out. They're like at, at exactly the right time. They kept the momentum straight. And uh, really, you know, lean into McBride and Grimes heavy and missing defensive miscues. And I thought the guys came out with better energy in the second half and really locked down on the perimeter, shut down the Jordan Pole game, shut down the Clay Thompson game. Mm. Uh, and that dub, baby, eight in a row, about to be nine in a row. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, yes, sir. Go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead. All right. Well, I will give my. I guess my analysis and breakdown of the game. I did not like how the game started. I felt like the Knicks were a bit three happy to start the game. You know, Julius Randle with his step back threes. The Knicks majority of shots came came from the three point line. I did like the way they started the game, but as the game went on, Knicks really got into their offense quickly. Definitely opened up the set, helped open up the second quarter. He was hot from three in the second quarter, which helped increase the lead. And that second unit, when they came into the game, McBride, Quickly, Sims, Hardesty, they really started to stretch the lead with their defense. Going into the, towards the end of the first half, I think the Knicks were up by like about 15, I believe. Mm. Going into the third quarter, RJ Barrett had that streak where he scored like eight points in a row, which really helped propel the Knicks as well. And yeah, the Knicks pretty much won it from wire to wire. The Knicks dominated this game on both ends of the court. And I also have to big up Hardenstein because I know we've been kind of hot, we've been kind of harder on Hardenstein as of late, but my man had some dimes. Yeah. Especially in the fourth quarter. My man, they, they had Reggie Miller, who you know is a Knicks hater on TNT, calling him Baby Jokic, basically, <laughs> with the passes he was making. So definitely got to big up Hardenstein, but this was definitely a team win. The passing was great. I think what Brunson, RJ, Randall all had five assists. Grimes had four assists. So, I mean, it was a good team win. The Knicks did what it had to do. No Steph, no Wiggins. You do not allow this team to come into your home and have momentum. Took their heart from early and blew them dudes out by 38 points. Yeah, this was a win that uh, I think Jordan Poole could have easily had career high tonight. If this was like a month or two ago, but the way that Tibbs has his guys playing defense and the way that that bench unit is locked in when they come to the game and the starters as well, I thought RJ and Grimes did a really good job of 
of stepping up on defense and, and, and keeping those guys contained on the perimeter. Our perimeter shooting defense has improved dramatically over this eight-game win streak from where it was a month ago. We were bottom in the lead and defending the three. Now I think we're like 11th in defending the three, and we're top 10 in defense now at this yeah. point uh, of the season, which is a miraculous turnaround. It has you know me completely shutting down any talk about firing Tibbs or trade Randall for peanuts right now. I think that would be pretty absurd when the evidence is showing you otherwise to, to harp on a, a take just for the sake of keeping the take you know, in, the, in your back pocket. Um, so I'm enjoying this win. I'm enjoying the team camaraderie. And I'm enjoying it. I had multiple guys. We had six guys in double figures. You know, RJ and Randall didn't shoot that great from three, but quickly did. You know, it's one of those mm-hmm. nights where people picked up the slack. I really love Grimes' overall game. Another game where he was in double figures. You know, Grimes gave me 19, four assists. RJ gave me five assists. RJ had like four assists in the first half. Which was really nice to see. He was he was doing a lot of secondary playmaking along with Randall um, on that second and third pass to find cutters in the paint and find open shooters on the perimeter. So I was really happy with the team game. I think these guys are bought in. They want to win, and I think this win streak isn't going to end um, until uh, the new year. So I'm staying positive. I'm really loving the way that these wins are happening and how we're blowing teams out when we should be beating them, which is awesome. Amazing, amazing. I'm starting to notice RJ get into the whole regularity. The finishing is starting to to turn on a lot. Um, it seems like he's slowed down. The touch around the rim has been get great. He's been finishing over that right shoulder a lot. I feel like he's even going to his right hand a lot more. Um, the the finishing for RJ. I, I I came in during that eight that that stretch around where he was scoring eight points in a row. So I, I'm really loving what RJ is is doing going to the rim. I'm probably going to check the clean the glass stats in a second to see what his finishing is like. Um, he probably needs a lot more of that because w- when I checked a couple of days ago, everything was still blue from RJ. You know what I mean? Um, but if, with that being said, over his last over the last week or two, his numbers have been steadily rising. And that's a good sign because I'm used to seeing RJ turn it on after the all-star break it seems like you know what christmas is coming early this year for rj barrett i'm going to start to turn it on a little bit in december so uh, I'm, I'm glad that he seems like he's hitting that 20 point per game mark with a lot more re- regularity i think um i saw it was the first time in his career he hit 22 points three times in a row recently today was a little bit shy gave you only 18 but plus 14 on the night and the five assists, the five assists are something I really want to harp on. Did you guys see how we got the assist? Because for me, my biggest complaint from RJ Barrett this year has been the defense, which seems like is taking a tick. Um, even though I think he might have had a couple problems today and the assist. Uh, he usually has some type of tunnel vision, but five assists today is really what I love to see from RJ Barrett. I think it played into a grander scheme of like the, the guys tonight going up against, even though the Warriors are struggling, there's still a team that executes really well. And they, you know, there's a lot of pattern of continuity on this team. They, these guys know each other. They know their spots. They've been through the pressure cooker and came out with multiple championships. And the Knicks really seemed um, dedicated in making the extra pass tonight. There are moments where, you know, a guy would be driving and everyone from Brunson on down to Hartenstein was fine to open man. There's some really nice, easy Mitch lobs, some really nice, easy Jericho Sim lobs, 
Like Grimes had multiple wide open threes. Twickley had multiple wide open threes. Like that's the way I want to see the guys play. When they're t- taking the, the effort to make the extra pass, you know that those guys are playing for each other rather than, rather than pad- padding stats and trying to outduel each other, which we saw last year between Randall and RJ. There's none of that this year, at least during this win streak. I think Brunson's a bit part of that and keeping things cool and keeping mm-hmm. the ball in his hands. Even though there were a few plays I thought he over-dribbled, but uh, he quickly snapped out of it. It didn't become like a quarter-long thing. It was in a back-to-back possession-long thing. And he would he would rein it in and then start getting the ball moving even more and starting to find guys allowing RJ to do a little playmaking and Randall do a little playmaking, which, man, when, when we're firing on those cylinders and open and the guys are hitting open shots, we are hard to beat because Randall is unguardable in the paint. Yeah. yeah and I, had, I, oh, sorry, go ahead, Ryan. Go on, Ryan. Not, I want to add something to what Lee said because Lee made a good point. Like, even, even when I said, like, early in the game, I didn't like, how to, I didn't like the way the game started. Like, even with Randall taking a step back threes, like, it seemed like if anybody was doing something that wasn't really – that wasn't really helping the offense or detrimental to the offense. They didn't, they didn't stay that route. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like mm-hmm. Lee said, you know, on a few plays, Brunson over-dribbled, but he stopped it. He didn't continue to do it throughout the game. The same thing with Randall. Yeah. He started the game shooting like crazy from three-point range. He was trying to make, he was trying to like hit step back threes and then he stopped it. You know, so it's like, even if the guys had like, you know, like a little, you know, three or four minute stretch where they weren't really playing great offense and never stayed throughout the game. They adjusted their game and they played it and they ended up playing a team game that ultimately led to the win. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? There's not much to really complain about recently when it comes to the Knicks, because we've been, we went on a game winning streak, right? But if you want to really get to that next level, because the defense is there, we're playing that nineties defense. But uh, and we're going to really be tested when we play the Raptors and especially the 76ers on Christmas Day. But for us to really ascend to the next level, we have to, as much as we're playing defense for each other, we have to start to play offense for each other a lot more. We won the last game with only 13 assists. Um, uh, It would help if we hit more jump shots. Maybe those assists will go up if we can actually hit more jumpers. Um, But we need to... We need to shore up that side of the ball a lot more to really get this team moving to the next level. Looking at the assist numbers in the league right now, scrolling down, Knicks are ranked 24th in assists out of um, all these teams. And it, it, I think once with that cleans up and even the three point percentages, once that starts to rise, will be a lot better. We've been dead last in three-point shooting for a, little, a very long time. We were we were dead last maybe like a few games ago. Um, now with the heart shooting of Grimes, who's starting to come alive, hitting 37% from the three. And also Jalen Brunson, who's starting to turn it on before. He was in the 20s from three um, a few weeks ago, and now is a, a little bit above relief average. I think 36, I'm going off of memory. It's the three-point percentages started to rise. So now we're at 25th in the league. Keep going at this pace. We can find ourselves in the middle of the pack when it comes to three-point shooting, find ourselves top 10 in defense. And once we start to hit those type of levels, then, you know, that's how you really know we have a, a, a dangerous, dangerous team on our head. So uh, kudos to this team pouring it in the right direction so far, pouring in the right direction. I know I kind of took over a little bit, Ryan. I don't know if you want to take this conversation somewhere else. I mean, I agree with everything, you know, that you've been saying. Like, 
during this win streak, you know, the Knicks definitely made a lot of strides on defense and their three-point shooting, and that pretty much attributed to the eight-game win streak that they're on at the moment. And if the Knicks can't continue that trajectory, I mean, sky's the, sky's the limit. I mean, Lee came here before the, before the start of the season and said the Knicks were going to win a 50-burger, so... 50-burger! They continue that trajectory. I mean, it's possible. You never know. It's possible. It's, I'm on my veggie burger now, Lee. I'm on my veggie burger. I remember beginning of the season, I was saying... I was saying, uh, I was saying 50, I was saying, no, I was saying 500 and I was saying 500 because I didn't trust the coach to actually play the kids, but now the coach is actually playing the kids. So yeah. <laughs> we're winning and we're winning and we're winning with the kids. So I'm 50, but I think I'm like around 45, 46. I think I'm there right now. I'm, I'm in, I'm closer to 50 than I was a week ago. I'm really optimistic because we have removed a lot of the like uh, like one dimensionality of our offense that we had last year, which like Kimba at that point in his health was really only capable of hitting threes, wide yeah. open threes at that. Fournier was really only capable of hitting threes, a variety of different threes in different spots on the floor. But really, the only time his offense got going is when him and Randall were in that two man game. He really didn't get, get, get anything going with any other player. Him and RJ didn't have good chemistry. Him and Burtz didn't have good chemistry. Him and Re, uh, Mitch Robb had no chemistry. So we removed those elements from the starting lineup and really interjected two guys who are always looking for the open shot, who don't need plays ran for him, who are okay with the ball outside of their hands in catch-and-shoot situations, and Jalen Brunson, Quentin Grimes. And this team is finally starting to gel. These five guys are starting to build continuity and playing with each other. And you can see that they're really playing for each other and trying to, to hit them in their strongest spots to where, you know, Mitch and Randall are starting to clear the, the way when they know RJ's on a roll and he wants to go downhill. They're opening th- that driving lane for him. And they're, they're, they're setting picks to try to get him open and get, his, get him going and his conference going, which, you know, that, that to me streams this team cares about each other and they're finally starting to gel. So I'm optimistic, man. Let's bang that button for a 50-burger. You know what I mean? Bang the button for team center around, man. Team center around. He's middle of pack and net rating. Shoot, I'm, I'm, I'm about to get, give you some more stats. Net rating. Wait, we were like after the Dallas game. I think we were the we had the second highest net rating after if we only consider those games from Dallas till now. But as I'm looking, hold on a second. We get we, we, we get back to more of these stats. As I'm looking today at the net rating Knicks all of a sudden are a top eight net rating team in the nba let's go let's go let's go and our starting five is a big portion of why that is so i mean big difference from last year huge difference it was all the bench now we're we're kind of doing reverse we're looking at the second unit going all right starting five they got it quickly Show me something. Yeah. <laughs> RJ, show me something. Quickly today. Perfect from three. Um, seems like he ran the team. Well, what did you guys see from quickly? I'm sorry, I'm taking over, Ryan. I'm taking over again. This is, this is a bad habit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's cool. Um, yeah, quickly shot roll tonight. Um, I mean, as everybody knows, you know, quickly has he has had trouble finding his shot this season. But tonight he definitely played well, 22 points, four rebounds, 
Okay, my stats not popping up right now, but yeah, 22.4 rebounds, and he played a solid game overall. And like I said, he had that that um part in the second quarter where he was hot from three, and it helped the Knicks to increase their lead as well. So, and 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 of course, quickly he's playing good defense. I mean, you really like you. you I'm I'm impressed with what I saw with quickly tonight. I was watching the game tonight with my dad. And he was trying everything he could to like hate on quickly, but he he had he had to admit it, man. He had to admit it. He was like he's playing some damn good defense. That trio of quickly, McBride, and Grimes is one of the best defensive trios in the entire NBA. Nothing gets by him. All three can guard the point of attack, and they're seamless on switches. Like all, all three of those guys, they know when to hedge, when to recover back on the three point line. It's a beautiful thing to watch. It really does look like '90s Knicks out there on the defensive side. Yeah. And today it looked like quickly once again, quickly and RJ, quickly even more so, is stealing, copy pasting um Jalen Brunson's game, man. He is in that paint, head faking, juking, moving with his eyes. He's playing. It's, for him, it was usually go straight to the hole, layup, or floater. Yeah. Now he's like living in the paint, dribbling, probing, and it's it's paying. It paid off today. I'll keep saying it. Quickly is a jump shot away of being very dangerous i don't know where it went i don't know if it's on vacation i don't i don't i don't know if ob Toppin has it with him when he's rehabbing but he needs to find a jump shot back because if he brings that jump shot with the defense um he's he could be a dangerous man great green for emmanuel quickly today and i'm just sorry i'm just looking through stats today during this show Nick's top seven defensive rating in the league is crazy. Woo! <laughs> top seven defensive rating. Guys, you don't understand. I was looking at this like two or three weeks ago, and we were like bottom of the league. We were bottom of the league. I think we we're like 28th or something like that. Now we're top seven. What the hell is going on? What is going on? What a difference a couple of players can make on defense. <laughs> Man, all because Tibbs almost got fired. All because, man, all because they got smacked in Dallas and they got scared and they put it together. Now all of a sudden, they're they're the best thing smoking. And I still I still have to mention this man. I I, I have to mention this guy. Jalen Brunson. 21 points. Uh, ironically, this is probably one of his bad shooting nights, which isn't even that that bad. But 43% from the field, five assists, zero turnovers, showed out once again on national TV. It's funny. I've been calling him an all-star, or I've been saying he could be all-star, and I feel like I'm starting to get some flack from saying it. But now I'm starting to see people on national TV starting to say, well, he has a chance to be an all-star. Oh, he could be, he gets it. So like now I'm like, I feel a little bit vindicated now that other people like JJ Reddick is discussing it now. Jerry <laughs> Miller and those guys on ESPN discussing it now, but like, you can't deny this guy has turned himself into a three level score and is learning how to run a team and become the number one option on the fly. And, is is it's interesting that he he know he wants it so bad. I heard a story that said he actually has um on his phone, I want to be an all-star on his phone. He looks at it every day and that's his focus. So he's absolutely gunning for that. And I hope he gets it today. But shout out to Brunson, five assists on the night. 
Um, 21 points is still and absolutely controlled the pace of this game and unstoppable from three level scoring today. I don't know if we if you guys have anything to add about Jalen Brunson's game. I don't have anything to add about Jalen Brunson, but I do have a di- digression if you want to change topics. I wanted to, to give some props to the chat for going crazy. We got 96 people in here watching right now live. Oh! No, I think one of the big reasons, obviously, we won eight in a row. I also think it was an absolute bore fest, garbage uh, announcing game by Reggie Miller and the TNT crew, bro. It was just like, I I, I turned to my dad, man. I was like, why am I getting three five-minute monologues on James Wiseman? Like, why do I need to know about all of James Wiseman's G League activities? The Knicks are up by 20 right now. Talk about Mitchell Robinson. We're talking about Julius Randle or Jalen Brunson or Deuce McBride. Or Tom Thibbs. There's so many storylines. There's a myriad of storylines that deserve, you know, a, 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 a solid monologue to talk about to explain to the general public the ups and downs of his season that led us to eight wins in a row. And instead, I'm hearing about James Wiseman's six points per game. Bruh. Come on, bro. Like, this is why people come to this this station on YouTube to hear the stats and the facts from man Ryan G. JL is leading the talk. Like we're, this is the type of conversation people want to have because we're actually talking about the minutia. And then the niche parts of a game that have to do with the team that we love. We can't yeah, expect I, Reggie Miller to really. Yeah, I, I was just about to say that, like with Reggie Miller commentating the game, you really can't expect Reggie Miller to show the Knicks any type of love whatsoever. But the TNT, the whole TNT crew is notorious for being Knicks haters. It's not just Reggie Miller. Shaq is also another Knicks hater. Facts. Chuck is also another Knicks hater. Probably the only one who's neutral. On the Knicks is, of course, EJ, because EJ doesn't really pick size. And Kenny's pretty neutral as well. But I think that's because Kenny's a New Yorker. Yep. I do want to add this about Brunson, though. Kind of like a case as to why he should become an all-star. Because if the Knicks continue on this trajectory and they continue to win games and they continue to rise within the East, you have to pretty much guarantee the Knicks at least one start in the game. And if you have, and if you have to compare last season to this season, where were the Knicks last season at that point and where they are this season at that point? And you can pretty much, even though, yes, we know Grimes played a huge part defensive end. McBride, huge part of the, on, of the, on the defensive end. IQ, huge mm-hmm. part of the, on the defensive end. All those three guys playing defense definitely helped the charge. But the one guy who made a huge difference in the Knicks this season is Jalen Brunson. And, and you have to look into that. And be like, okay, the Knicks are way better than they were last season at this point. You have to give Jalen, and you have to attribute that to the addition of Jalen Brunson and show him some love and give him that all star nod. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll keep saying this people was calling me crazy. This is before the whole winning streak. This was in October when we was kind of struggling. Now I I look at the team, I'm like, yo, Grimes isn't back. And I said it. I said this team would destroy the COVID team that was fourth place. I I got some pushback. And the more and more this season comes along, when the chemistry starts growing, grime starts, starts clicking, we going to start to see for real. Like this team is going to the next level. Jalen Brunson alone is going to do that for us. Quentin Grimes is way better than Reggie Bullock. <laughs> way better. Extremely better. <laughs> Reggie better. Bullock played four quarters of defense and two quarters worth of the offense. 
Yeah. He never two quarters he played offense. No, when the game was on the line, Reggie Bullock choked. Yep. And I'm pretty sure Dallas fans are figuring that out right now. Yep. <laughs> they are. Can't confirm. Can't confirm. Love this defense. Love this defense. Quarterback the defense. But if Grimes can do the same thing, plus not get scared when the moment gets too big. He he lives for it. Exactly. Exactly. And it can actually finish. So I'm loving this crew. I'm loving this starting unit. I'm super loving this starting unit. As so well, salute you guys in the chat. If it's your first time here, hit that new and we'll shout you out. Also, if you want to call in, you can actually call in. The number is right there. 319-527-6241. Slashes on the screen. Flashes on the screen. 319-527-6241. We got shout out to Silver Gray. Shout out to Roberto Rivera. Shout out to Anthony Cooper. Shout out to everybody who's rocking with the KOT show. We're here at the Jay end Ellis. of Talk Knicks basketball. What'd you say? We got 115 in the chat right now. 115 in the chat. Let's go. Let's go. Celebrating this Knicks win. Shout out to you guys, man. And shout out to everybody who's been watching when, during the losing streak and you, and you just gutted it out. Because that's what we was doing. Rain, sleet, hair, or shine. Every win, every loss, we was gutting out. Shout out to you guys. You were the real fans. You were the real MVP. That Mavs loss was brutal, man. I remember like, we were all pissed after that Mavs loss. We were all pissed. <laughs> sure, Jeff. It was all It was all bad just a week ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> it you was all lying. bad just a week ago. Um, And it's funny. It's funny. Some news came out. Some news came out that the panic button was just about to be smashed because of that Mavs loss. It was rumored that the Knicks has contacted the Raptors about OG Ananobi because of that game. And there were major changes on the horizon. What do you guys think about that? Glad it didn't happen. Me too. I mean, the, the the Raptors front office is notorious for fleecing, and Masai is notorious for fleecing us specifically. And from what I'm hearing, rumors on on the interwebs, the asking price is like two or three unprotected picks. What? I've even heard. I, I've even heard as far as a similar package for what Spider. Oh, that was the asking price for Danny Ainge. This is what I've heard. So, you know, I'm sure that he would have had no um, discount for the Knicks if we came calling for OG. And I like OG. He's a nice player. I think he's better defensively than RJ, but I'd rather have RJ's contract and RJ's potential uh, and and add the fact that he's a homegrown pick for us than to be sacrificing some of our assets for OG. I'd rather keep a team as is right now. I'm not even looking for any real big trade right now. I agree with you. I'm agree with you. I'm not looking for any big trades at this moment. Um, it's it's like the chemistry is just starting to come together. You really don't want to do anything to like disrupt that, uh, especially with anything from from the the starting unit. Really, like you want to keep that starting unit together and see if they can to grow together and get more assist games and get more chemistry in the defensive end and. Really, I really want to see if RJ can start to put together some more games since he's trending 
upward as well. So it, it, I want to see what happens, especially because I've I said, you know, the efficiency problem from RJ's have been real. Um, it's year four. I talked about I talked about Campbell Walker being a high value score on low efficiency, and he has not put it together. He has not put it together um, until year four is when the the efficiency met with the value. And this is year four for RJ Barrett. It seems like he's starting to trend up. Hopefully by the end of year four, we'll say, hey, RJ Barrett, he's followed followed the path of Kimball Walker and put it together. And now the, the... the numbers are looking the way that they're supposed to, but I, I, I'm still a little bit worried about the shooting from RJ for, I'm not going to lie, but I'm praying that it gets better. <laughs> yeah. And I want to add one thing about the OG trade, because I think at that moment, if the Knicks would have pulled the trigger on that trade, I think that trade would have probably been, what's the term I'm looking for? Like, I, don't, I think at that moment, Knicks fans probably wouldn't have minded the trade because of where the team was at the moment. And and a lot of people were that pretty much. That price might have been too high. I, I know. The, high. The, price, the price is kind of crazy. But I think Knicks fans would have probably been okay with the trade just for the simple fact that everybody at that time was screaming, screaming for change and things of that nature. But sometimes the best moves are the moves you did not make. Absolutely. And in this case not making that move worked in the Knicks' favor because what happened? After that Dallas loss, Thibs looked at the team. He was like, okay, I need to make a change. What did Thibs do? He went to a nine-man rotation, started playing McBride more, had RJ playing with the first unit and the second unit to probably to become that quote-unquote 10th man. And all of a sudden, look where we are right now, eight-game winning streaks. So sometimes the best move is the move you don't make. Well said. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, well I, I mentioned this before. There was a point in time where Kyle Lowry was on the Houston Rockets. He started to get a little bit momentum. He was known as like a troubled point guard. He gets traded to Toronto Raptors. And the, the Toronto Raptors and the New York Knicks were in talks. And they was going to trade, I think it was, was it Shumpert? I think it was going to trade Shumpert and some picks for Kyle Lowry and right before the trade ran down, the Raptors started to go on a run. And uh, Ujiri was like, hold on, wait a minute now. Kept it going. And Kyle Lowry has really worked out for that team long term. Next thing you know, a couple of years later, they win the chip with Kawhi Leonard, with Kyle Lowry being you know a part of that team. So sometimes, like Ryan said, the, the best moves you make are the, the moves that you do not make. For sure. Someone said, where's Roy? I thought Roy was coming today. Um, I hit him up earlier. I hit him up, but I don't know what happens. I hit him up kind of late, though. Today was a little bit crazy. I'm not going to hold you. But I'm Roy will be back at some point. So, But shout out to Roy, man. Always part of the All right. Yeah, we're for Roy to come back because I know he's going to be hyped because his man McBride is getting minutes. So I'm dying for Roy to come back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this whole McBride scored 10 points today. Uh, got a stare down three from the corner playing demon defense has been a part of that turnaround. And ever since then, 
Raw has not been back on the program. Like, oh, it's like, geez. Oh, man. I feel like he's been on vacation from us or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. Hopefully, we'll get Raw back at some point. Get when they, when, I don't know. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? I know. Hmm. I mean, for me, I, I think the conversation around which Knicks should be an all-star, I think, is a pertinent one. I think both Randall and Brunson deserve an opportunity. If I had to pick one, it would be Brunson. But along the same lines, I think Mitchell Robinson absolutely deserves some uh, consideration for all defensive teams, second or third team, second team this year. Uh, he's definitely earned that. He's become the anchor of our defense. I mean, when he's locked in, it's really hard to penetrate on our on our uh, in our front court when he's locked in at the center position. He's been awesome. I think he's getting better with fouls, better offensive rebounding, better to lob threat. Like across the board, he's been a beast. I hope he gets his due in recognition when the season ends. Considering that um, Quentin Grimes has been a huge part of the defensive turnaround, is there a chance that Quentin Grimes can get some votes? Well, you know, all defensive team. Once again, plus 33 on the night for Quentin Grimes. Not enough of a sample size, in my opinion. I think Mitch has been doing it for about three years now consistently. Every year getting better. Yeah. I think it's more than Grimes, but we got to see this from Grimes for about at least another season. Yeah, I, I think it would be kind of crazy for like a second-year player to actually make all NBA, like either fourth, second, or third team defense, but I definitely see Grimes in the future being all-NBA first team defense. I definitely see it in the future. You think if you played a little bit earlier, if you started off healthy in the season, that uh, that might have happened for him? Or at least got a, uh, like a, a, a vote or two? I don't know. It's possible. You know, I saw a really interesting stat today on Twitter that of all players who have played a minimum of 250 minutes, the player that has guarded the most elite talent, number one, Quentin Grimes. Ooh. Number two, Dorian Finney-Smith. Number three, Drew Holiday. Four, Lou Dort. Five, Javon Carter. I want to see the shooting percentages when guarding the guys plus player because he shut down SGA. He gave Devin Booker hell. Um like I said, before before Luca and Timmy lit us up, he held he held Luca down for half, a quarter, for half a quarter. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. To the yes, to the did. point where they was like, "Oh nah," they were screening him off of him. He's like, "Nah, get yep. Grimes off of Luca," and and they put Brunson on him. Um, I, I know I'm missing somebody, some other players that he locked down. Yeah, but, I mean, even, even even tonight, like tonight, he held. Well, Poole had eight of eight, eight of eighteen shooting, forty-four percent. Clay Thompson five of twelve shooting from the field. So, Knicks defense in total: Grimes, McBride, IQ, pretty much shut down the Warriors' two best weapons. Absolutely. The only time I seen him struggle offensively, I seen him struggle versus Drew Holiday. Um, and I seen him struggle. I saw him struggle a little bit against Zach Levine. On that second night of the Bulls, even though we at the end of the day we shut down the Bulls anyway, so it really matter. Um, I think they're the only ones I can really think of, really. But Quentin Grimes is amazing. I keep calling the future defensive player of the year for a damn reason. That guy is amazing. 
When he blocked, when he blocked Buddy Hield, I don't think you guys understand how tough it is to block Buddy Hield because Buddy Hield was cooking RJ during that Pacers game. And there was a point in the game where it's like when Buddy Hield comes off a screen and he dribbles off and when he shoots off the dribble, he doesn't really, he kind of like sneaks out a three-point shot quickly without giving a full extension. So it's kind of, it's very deceptively quick. And for somehow, some way, Grimes was able to block that shot, unlike RJ was. And it, it, it's, it's one of those quick hand killer instinct things that you can't be taught. Grimes definitely, definitely has that. So shout out to Grimes, man. Y'all, <laughs> my, my, dad, <laughs> my dad's in the chat, yeah. man. He's talking smack on quickly. <laughs> yeah, some comments. Like, yo, quickly shot good from three tonight, and your pop still got something bad to say about <laughs> <What three>. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> man. He's hating in the chat, y'all. <laughs> this is this is where you get the Julius Randle hate from. This is where you <laughs> But I, I hey man, I turned I around. I'm joking. I'm joking. You turned it around. You turned it around. You turned it around. Oh man. Least pops. If he can change his mind on Randall, you can change your mind on IQ. <laughs> Miracles happen, I, okay? <laughs> I want my dad to call in and defend his take on Quickly, man. He needs to call in the show, man. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Yo, salute to the chat. Everybody's rocking with the show. No one's really calling in today. 120 people in the chat. I guess everybody's shy, which is cool. We can just end the show because I feel like everybody's tired anyway. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's go. All right. But shout out to Silver Gray, Alexander, Robert Rivera Jr. Uh, shout out to Greg. Shout out to uh, everybody else is rocking with the KLT show. Uh, and S- Samir Soriano, too. And if you see your first time here, click new. We'll shout you out. Shout out to my guy, JT Riddick. I see you. And we will give you a shout out. Also, where are you from in the chat? Let me know where you're from. I'll give, I'll give a shout out to the people in the chat and in them areas so we can see where you guys are from. All right. All right. But we can, we, we can end the show right here. South Dallas in the house. Okay, Lee. Let's go. All right. But Lee, let them know where they can find you. Follow me on Twitter, man. I'm The, the Mavs are, are crashing and burning. So I've been in, in all the mentions, talking all the smack to, to my fellow Mav fans. Uh, you can hit, hit me on Twitter at Lee Estobedo. It's at underscore L-E-E-E-S-C-O-B-E-D-O. Kind of taking a break during the holidays to enjoy time with friends and family. So I haven't been writing a whole lot, but you can expect some heat the week after uh, right. the, the chamber. So it's coming. All right. You deserve a break. You definitely deserve a break. Appreciate um, that, Bob. Mm-hmm. All right. I see people starting to come in. Chris Rowe. Chris Rowe, shout out to you. He's a new guy. New guy in the chat. Shout out to you, Chris Rowe. Roberta's from Mount Haven. Shout out to Mount Haven in the building. I see Brooklyn is in the building. South Dallas in the building. Bay Area is in the building. I see the BX. BX is in the building as well. All right, all right. Did I miss anybody? Did I miss anybody? Guzman, we got a newbie. Guzman's new in the chat. Guzman, Guzman, home. Shout out Guzman. Welcome, Guzman. I see you. Shout out to you, Guzman. I don't, I don't, how come I don't see it? It was, it was further up. He said a while ago. Oh, okay. Got you, got you. Good, 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 catch, Lee. All right. Ryan, let him know where he can find you, sir. You can find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. 
That's S-I-R-G, it's C-H-I-L-L-I-N. You can also find me at Sir G's Corner. You can also find me on Twitter at Ryan G-K-O-T. All right, all right, all right. All right, I'm going to let you know. You can find us, Twitter, The K-O-T Show, Instagram and Facebook at The Nick of Time Show. You can find us there, all right? Also, listen to us, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. Listen to us everywhere you can listen to podcasts. You can find the KOT show. Also, get those snapbacks, black and white, blue and orange, coming to your door at thenickatimeshow.com. All you got to do is go there, click the catalog button, and you see all our merch, merch including Blotness Monster, including KOT, including uh, um, RJ Barry, everything, everything. We need to work on some new stuff, though. But shout out to you guys, all right? All right. Boogie down Bronx in the building. I see you, Chief. All right, that is our show, guys. Get some rest, all right? And you already know what it is, as always. <laughs> Shout out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. It's a mess out here in these Knicks and YouTube streets. Twitter and YouTube streets. I'm sorry, yo, lead through me all the way up. That's our show. <laughs> Just die, baby. Let's go. <laughs> yo, tomorrow we back. Back to back. <laughs> I mean, man, back-to-back wins on some Drake stuff. Beating Toronto, that would be apropos, as my man Clyde would say. That is our show. (laughs) We out of here. Peace.